So I'm back in the saddle today and I'm excited to be with you all. So um, some of you all will be watching this Training Tuesday video inside my closed group on Facebook. And some of you all may be listening to the audio recording in a podcast. So either way, I'm glad that you're here. I've got some great information for you all today and something that has kind of been on my mind for a while. And I'm glad to you know finally kind of solidify it and bring it to you all. So what I want to visit with you all about today is kind of approaching your social media for your antiques or vintage business in the same way that you would approach having a brick and mortar. And I know that some of you all do have a brick and mortar. Some of you all may have a, um, a booth at an antique mall, which is like having a brick and mortar. And so I want to kind of compare your social media presence, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, with having a brick and mortar, because I think the comparisons are important and will help illustrate some things that I want to teach you all today. So the first thing is, I want you all to kind of imagine a scenario where you are going to any kind of brick and mortar store, it doesn't matter. And every time you show up, it's, it's closed. And you, you can't see any kind of posting about what the, what the hours are where you can shop there. Or maybe it's closed and they do have their hours posted, but the shop is still closed. Or maybe you show up and like the lights are on and you can tell that the business is functioning, but like the door's locked. Or you walk in and nobody comes to greet you and you're kind of like, hello, is anybody in the shop, right? Like all of those are scenarios where you would kind of develop a, a feeling about that store, like maybe you don't need to go back there again, you know? Um, or certainly if it's closed, you don't wanna waste your time going back there again because you can't, there's no guarantee it's gonna be open, right? Okay, so all of those scenarios are very similar to how people feel when they go to your social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, and they don't see that you have been posting anything new, um, or maybe you posted something and it's been months and months and months since your last post, and that makes them kind of wonder, okay, is this even a real business? They're not posting anything. Um, you know, maybe you, um, you know, you have a few things, but they're not really very interesting. And so people kind of go, well, I don't really want to come back. And yeah, that kind of reminds me of, like, have you ever been, I feel like this happens a lot um, with um, booths at antique malls more than any other place, but you go back and it just seems like it's the same stuff there over and over again. But when people go back to your social media, are they seeing the same things over and over again? I mean, that kind of gets boring and makes you wonder, you know, kind of what's going on with this business. Social media is very much the same way. You really have to approach your social media presence in the same way that you would a brick and mortar. You want to be very consistent. I'm looking down at notes here. Um, you want to be very relevant and you want to be varied. And I'm going to go through these three things with you because they are critically important to several aspects of having a social media presence. So let's talk about um, consistency um, to start off with. So again, whether it's a Facebook page or an Instagram, it doesn't make any difference. All right, so consistency is definitely important in terms of 
how you are interfacing with the your followers on social media. And remember that you all, your followers are your potential next customers, okay? So you really need to always think about your followers like your customers, okay? So you, just like a brick and mortar, you wanna be consistently open and have regular hours so that the people who are coming to your brick and mortar keep coming back, right? Well, the same thing with your social media. You wanna have consistent presence postings on social media so that your followers, who are your potential customers, are gonna feel like you're worthy of coming back to because you're competing with every other Facebook page, every other Instagram account out there, and you wanna make sure that you are consistent in what you're putting out there so that people have a motivation to come back to you, okay? Now that's from the customer standpoint. Consistency, you all, is also really important in terms of the algorithm on Facebook or Instagram, either one. And one of the things that's very um, important and challenging and also kind of frustrating about social media is that the algorithm, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, rewards consistency on the platform. And so, unfortunately, everything we post, the algorithm is making decisions about how many people are seeing what we're posting. I don't want you to feel discouraged about that. That just is, is what it, it is what it is, right? Okay, so the algorithm is going to be more inclined to allow your content to be seen by as many people as possible if you are consistently putting information on the platform. So if you're the kind of person that you put, you know, you put up a post on Facebook and then maybe nothing for a month and then maybe two weeks later and then maybe a day later, but you're very inconsistent. The algorithm knows that and the algorithm is not super motivated to make sure that people are going to see your stuff because the algorithm's position is, well, I don't know when they're going to put stuff up next, so I'm not going to make a lot of effort on their behalf. So you want the algorithm to make an effort on your behalf. And the way that you do that is you consistently post on social media, okay? It's super important. So that's consistency. Okay, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about relevancy. And so, you know, one of the things that you want to think about is the importance of separating your personal from your business. And you know, one of the aspects of my digital course and one of the big parts of training that I go through with my students is the importance of setting up a business Facebook account or an Instagram business account and keeping your personal separate from your business. Um, and I don't mean that you can't ever put anything personal on your business social media, but what I do mean is, again, think about it from your follower experience or your customer experience. If they come to your Facebook page and 50% or more of your posts are of your grandchildren or your pets, then why would somebody who's in the market to buy something come back? I mean, I'm sure your pets and grandchildren are super cute and all that, but they're there to shop or they're there to look and see what you have that they might be interested in collecting. And so if your posts are not very consistently what you have available, what you have found, what's, you know, what you're selling, then or aspects of your business, then they're going to kind of simply go away. And so, same thing applies to Instagram. So it's really important that you have a separate personal account from a, a business Facebook page, that you have a personal Instagram account, and then a business Instagram account. So you can really try to keep those swim lanes 
really clear. You want to paint a picture of who and what you're about that's not just about your personal life, okay? That's, that's really important in terms of relevancy. Um, you know, another thing that you wanna keep in mind is, you know, in, in terms of relevancy is most people are not on social media all day long, right? All, and think about your own behavior. You are, you know, you may be on only one time a day or maybe you hop on and off, but you are certainly not on social media all day long. And so, you know that, that phrase, um, you know, how important first impressions are? Well, you need to think about that related to your social media. You know, when you put relevant posts, relevant content to what your antique business is about or what your um, vintage business is about, when you are keeping your posts very much about that kind of content, that is relevant to what your business is doing. And so when somebody jumps on Facebook and they see your post or they jump on Instagram and they see your post, your post is really representing what it is you're doing. And that's very important. If they jump on and they see a picture of you and your grandkids at the zoo, they might think, oh, well, that looks like a fun outing, but that doesn't tell them one darn thing about your business. And so you've lost an opportunity there for an impression, maybe first impression, maybe it's a second impression, but again, it's for sure they're not gonna come back if they don't see what they're looking for. So that's something really important. Okay, so we've talked about consistency and we've talked about relevancy. Okay, now let's talk about varying your content. This is really important. Okay, one of the things that I see a lot when I look out on um, Facebook accounts or Instagram accounts in the vintage and antique worlds is a tendency toward only posting images of things that you have for sale. Okay, now, I realize that's what you're in business to do, and I 100% understand that. There, I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong, but just, just hear me out on this. I definitely understand why you would do that when you think about all the things that you wanna talk about. The A number one thing you wanna talk about is what you have for sale, and I totally get that. But you have to remember, again, let's go back to kind of that brick and mortar example for a second. Depending on what you're selling, the people who are following you on social media or your potential customers, they may really have an interest in getting to know you as a dealer. I think that becomes more and more important the more expensive your items are. Um, not totally, but I do think when people are investing money in something, they really wanna know about the dealer, they wanna know their training, how long they've been in the industry, you know, they, they wanna have a level of comfort that you would gain from shopping at a brick and mortar and really getting to know that shop owner, right? There's, there's a, a huge value in feeling like you know that person, okay? Um, if you are selling something that is very unique, hard to find, doesn't matter what the price point is, again, um, giving your customers the opportunity to get to know you better, understand why you are knowledgeable about those things. That is really important in creating trust and goodwill between you and a potential customer um, before they purchase something. So rather than uh, you know, doing only posts of pictures of things you're selling, you might wanna think about giving them information about you as a dealer. And there's a lot of ways to approach that. You know, maybe you were formally trained. Maybe you learned how to do it as a teenager. Maybe you antiqued with your parents and kind of learned that way. I mean, whatever your path is, 
your potential customers are interested in knowing your path. They're interested in knowing how you came to do what you're doing now. That is a way to vary your content on social media away from only pictures of stuff that you're selling. Give them some information about you as a dealer. Um, that's gonna create a relationship, um, a feeling of goodwill, and a higher likelihood that they're gonna feel comfortable purchasing from you. Um, I, I think that's really important. Um, you know, another thing that, that I recommend doing in terms of varying your content is ask your followers questions. There's a, there's a lot of ways to do that, and I go through a lot of ways in my digital course, but, you know, people love to answer questions. In fact, I've, y'all, I've read a lot of articles about, you know, the benefit of asking kind of um, yes or no questions or open-ended questions on social media because, our nature is to answer a question when asked. So when you do that on social media, then you're gonna increase engagement, which the algorithm likes, okay? It's not just people liking a picture, but they're actually typing in an answer to a question. That's really good, that's called engagement. So asking them a question is a great way to vary your posts. Um, to, let's say a, I'm just making this up, but let's say a, a movie comes out or a book comes out that somehow is related to, you know, antiquing or vintaging somehow, ask about that. How many of you all caught that movie? What did you think about the scenes that were shot in the Paris flea market or whatever? Having kind of that, um, asking questions that create an opportunity to engage and have your followers answer is, um, is a great way to vary your content beyond simply putting up pictures of stuff you have for sale. Just a suggestion. Um, of course, if you are participating in a show or a flea market, or if you have a brick and mortar, you always want to include information about that. You know, where is your brick and mortar? Where is the antique mall? Where is the flea market? You know, where are you located at the flea market? You know, all of that information is stuff that followers or potential customers want to know. And that's another way to vary your content on social media, okay? All right, so having kind of gone through that, having gone through kind of consistency on the platform, making sure that you're posting relevant stuff, not just pictures of your, you know, your grandchildren or your pets, and then also making sure that your content is varied. We wanna keep it interesting. You know, nobody wants to eat chocolate ice cream every single day. You know, there's 31 flavors for a reason, right? The goal is here, to create a strategy for yourself so that you can accomplish all of these things. You can be consistent, you can be relevant, and you can be varied. All right, so how do you do that? Especially when, one, you're a super busy business owner, right? You've got a million and one things that you're doing and social media is just one of those things. Or how do you do that and get comfortable with that if you're kind of new to the social media game? Those are, those are, I think, two of the biggest obstacles that I see. Um, with my antiques and vintage friends that are trying to get on social media is one, feeling like they don't have enough time, which I totally understand, um, or feeling like they're so new to the game, they're not even really sure what to talk about. I totally get that. So here's what I've done for you all. And let me give you all some background about why I felt like this would be something useful to you all. I've created a tool for you all that's a free tool that I'm gonna describe in a second, but, but again, let me give you the background. So when I first started on social media for, um, for many years, and um, I've been working on social media for, I don't know, maybe going eight or nine years for clients, and then for myself for about three years. 
I used to, and I still do from time to time, seek out as many articles um, or sources of information as I, as I could about how to keep social media interesting. And so one of the ways that I did that is I would find articles written by online marketing experts, or I would find, if any of y'all are familiar with Pinterest, which is not a social media platform that I, that I teach, or am I encouraging you all to be on it, um, but I use it for my travel blog quite a bit. But I would go to Pinterest or just to Google to find maybe lists of questions that are good to ask on social media or ideas for topics that you know are great for engagement on social media. And I would do that all the time because I would run out of ideas. I would be so busy uh, you know, running my business that at the end of the day, I would go, golly, another day passed and I still didn't do my thing and I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to be doing. So I spent a lot of time kind of gathering acorns, I guess is the best way to say it to you all, like a lot of time. And so what I've done for you all is I've really consolidated some of the very best ideas for topics that you can post on social media if you are an antiques or vintage dealer or business owner and also some of the very best questions that you can ask on social media that tend to get a really good response. Um, I've compiled all of those topics, a big long list, in a um, document that you can download onto your computer, print it out, and have it as a reference when you sit down to post on social media. Um, I, I think that, you know, overcoming the obstacle of just not being sure what to say is is difficult and so i want to give you all a tool that helps you very easily and quickly kind of overcome that obstacle i mean i think i wrote it down but i think there's like 30 or 35 ideas of things that you can use as a prompt on social media and that's in addition to you all all of the pictures that you're already putting on social media of the things that you have for sale. So this is a really good list and a list that will, you know, can easily take you through 30, 60, maybe even 90 days of social media posts, depending on how often you're posting. Um, but I want you all to have this tool because I, I believe more and more, you know, um, social media is critically important. We are still seeing you know, major antique shows and flea markets and across the country that are not opening up, maybe won't be open again till next year. Um, we're still seeing, you know, communities where retail is having to kind of rein things back a little bit. So I, you know, I think in this environment, this is July of 2020, I think that having a social media presence is beyond critically important. And even when, and I believe it will, the world goes back to normal, quote normal, having a strong social media presence is just one more way for you to either sell or advertise what it is you have for sale. And, and it's free. It co doesn't cost you anything but your time. So learning how to have consistent posts on Facebook or Instagram, how to make sure that your posts are relevant, they're about you and your business and your history and what you're all about, and making sure they're varied and interesting and not just post after post after post of what you have for sale is really important. And this tool that I've developed for you all is gonna make it so much easier. So I will put a link to this document in the description of this video if you're watching it in my Facebook group. 
If you are listening to this audio recording in a podcast, I will link to it in the show notes of this podcast. Either way, all you have to do is click on the link and then you'll be taken to a page where you enter in your name and your email and then the PDF will come directly to your downloads folder on your computer, okay? Now, know that whenever you provide me your email address, you are opting in to my um, to my email list. And know that at any time you all, you can unsubscribe from my list. I don't email very often, but I also understand that all of us feel overwhelmed in our inboxes and I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. But I hope that when you provide me with your email address, you will stay on my list because I, from time to time, send out great information, great training, great resources, great information from you all. And I want you all to be the first to know. And the fastest way that I can get you the information is through your email. So thank you for sharing that with me. I will respect it and take care of it. All right, so I hope this was a helpful training to you all. I've missed talking to you, and um, I hope that y'all are doing well. We're kind of in the dog days of summer now, I know. So take advantage of, of this time to spend some time kind of sharpening your social media skills, um, upping your social media game. You all, I am very available to you if you have any questions or concerns. If you're um, on Facebook, you can DM me. You can DM me over on Instagram as well. Happy to take questions there. You also can email me, marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. I'm happy to receive your questions. I have received some questions lately if I'm doing any kind of private tutoring or one-on-one -on -one work, and I absolutely am. So if that's something you're interested in, I'm happy to visit with you. Um, but I also do have my digital course, which you can sign up and um, take and take it at your own pace. So know that that is a resource for you as well. All of those links will be in the description of this video and also in the show notes of the podcast episode. All right, you all, uh, good luck with this crazy social media game. I know that you can do it. I know that you can have success. I appreciate you being here with me and I look forward to another Training Tuesday with y'all next week. All right, have a good one. Bye.